This is the What a Weird Week show for Friday, July 28th, 2023. Cocaine in the cheese and rocks in the cookies. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful? Weird stuff. Hi friends, I'm Scott. This is What a Weird Week, a show about the weird stuff in the news. You can like and subscribe to our podcast. You can also see our show notes blog and check us out on YouTube. Find all of that through shownotes.page. Click shownotes.page. Here we go. Season 4, episode 44. 10. Number 10, we're jumping right into the cocaine cheese in the news. U.S. border security officers were in the news this week after a cocaine seizure in Texas where cocaine was hidden inside. I like to pronounce it cocaine. Is that all right? Cocaine was hidden inside wheels of cheese. It was almost 18 pounds of cocaine that was being cheese smuggled. You just don't hear that so much, cocaine being smuggled via dairy products. The article we linked to from CNN mentioned some other smuggling attempts, like the old drugs in the wheelchair trick and drugs in the ice cream machine. I guess that would count as dairy smuggling, sort of. If you want to see what cocaine cheese looks like, you can click the show notes. Nine. It looks like cheese, you guys. It it just looks like cheese. Nine. Number nine is that's the way the cookie crumbles. The rocks in the cookies recall story. Now I'm thinking, did we just phone that headline in? Uh, the way the cookie crumbles, I don't, I feel, like, can we go back and change that in? Oh, this is a no edits show. I forgot. So that's the way the cookie crumbles. Trader Joe's, which we do not have around here uh, where I'm at in Canada, but U.S. grocery store chain, they are recalling some cookies because of a rocks risk, which is not something you see every day. Did somebody drop the cookies on the ground? No. No, they did not. If you have almond windmill cookies and or dark chocolate chunk and almond cookies in your pantry, do not eat them. Trader Joe's has already taken them off the shelves and stuff, but you may have some. The best before is like October. So a lot of news sources don't get into what happened. But oftentimes, something like this occurs during the harvest process. A lot of times with nuts and different harvested things, items that go into the cookies, you can have this happen. A lot. Did I say a lot of times? That's not accurate, is it? We'd be eating rocks all the time. Anyway, uh, when you hear of a recall is what I meant, and it involves rocks, perhaps it is because of the harvest process. We have a link in the show notes or click shownotes.page if you want to have a look at what the product looks like. Maybe you, somebody you know, would have those in your pantry. Also, we have a bonus link about other times weird stuff has gotten into food. And I wouldn't suggest clicking on it, reading it while you're eating. It's probably not lunchtime reading. One of the things, wait, are you eating right now? Put down the bowl of chili. Spoiler, but this involves chili. Okay. Uh, One of the times was the 2005 case where someone put a finger in their bowl of chili to try and get compensation. Through the investigation, a coroner was able to prove that the finger hadn't been cooked in the chili. They found out the husband of the chili bowl lady had purchased the severed finger from somebody for a hundred bucks. Very interesting. Were you eating chili when I just said all that? I thought I said put the chili down. I'm sorry. Chili has been ruined for you. That's on me, you guys. We had just obtained a sponsorship by Big Texas Jim's Chili, uh, one of the finest canned chilies you'll find. Tastes just like Mama made. They've pulled their sponsorship because of the preceding chili story. I've let the whole team down on this one. I'm sorry, you guys. I went off script a little there.
This is the What a Weird Week show where we count down the 10 weirdest news items from this past week. Eight. We are at number eight. Should you let your pooch sleep in your bed? This is from a recent study finds piece, and the answer is no. No, you should not. Pooch owners, I literally do not have a dog in this race. I've mentioned before, I don't have a dog. What I have is asthma. So, this is all according to not me, but Dr. Faith Coleman from the Study Finds article. It's less healthy to let your pooch sleep in your bed with you. Dr. Faith says she could not find a single veterinarian who was in favor of letting dogs on the bed. If this is crazy talk from someone who doesn't have a dog, let me know through shownotes.page. Or another way to get my attention is just think the thought like, hey, Scott, I strongly disagree. You think that with intention and then you go to Apple iTunes, five-star review, and once you hit that fifth star, something happens. We connect. I mean it. Also, Spotify, uh, nine thumbs up uh, is another way to do that. Okay, here's the paraphrase. It seems as though there aren't any health benefits that can be backed up by studies looking into the effects of dogs sleeping in your bed, but there are studies that seem to indicate negative effects. Sleeping with you can make behavior problems worse for your pooch. Dogs have potential to bring parasites or bacteria into your bed. There are more things Dr. Faith mentions, but if you love having Dennis in your bed with you, in this case, in my scenario, Dennis is a dog. If you love having Dennis the dog in your bed with you, Just don't even read the article. You'll probably just get mad at Dr. Faith. Or worse, mad at me. And we don't want that. Seven. Number seven, 16 Psych is back in the news. It's happening, you guys. In case you missed it, we talked about this mission on the What a Weird Week show before. Now it's official. NASA has a launch window August, October 5th. Did I say August? Can we cut that out? No, no edits this week. Where's Larry? Larry the edit guy has the week off, you guys. No edits. Okay, NASA has a launch window of October the 5th to send a probe or a spaceship to 16 Psyche. That's the name of the asteroid. The asteroid that may destroy the global economy. That's the unofficial name of the asteroid. Let me do that again. Larry, why did you take this week off, Larry the edit guy? Okay, 16 Psyche, official name of the asteroid. Unofficial name of the asteroid is the asteroid that may destroy the global economy. Did any of that make sense? So there's this asteroid that has, some people think, precious metals worth 10,000 quadrillion dollars. Now, some experts say, no, it's not worth anything. NASA wants to go to there and find out for sure. If they're right about the 10,000 quadrillion dollars thing, whoever uh, lays claim to this asteroid, I guess would be ruler of the universe. All our bitcoins put together wouldn't even touch 10,000 quadrillion dollars. So I think, I'm not an economist, but I think that's what they're getting at, how it would destroy the global economy. I'm also not a rocket scientist. I have zero to offer this story. Anyway, they could be wrong. We're only going to find out. It takes four years. This asteroid is, you know, fly towards Mars and then veer off. So, Four years, we'll find out. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to What a Weird Week. This is a show where we count down the top 10 weird news items of the week. Six. Number six in the countdown is a computer chip with built-in human brain cells, which made the news this week partly because they're combining computer chips with brain cells, but also partly because the project has received military funding. Monash University, Australia, developed this little brains and chips project. I think they should have called it brains and chips. Their name is Dish Brain. You know what? They're both pretty good names, right? Here's a quick rundown of how to get sweet military funding dollars via brains and chips research. This is me paraphrasing, but basically it went like this. Three steps. Step one, grow some human and mouse brain cells in a lab. Step two, combine the brains and electrodes into a semi-biological chip. And step three, teach the chip to play a video game. The chip learned how to play Pong in five minutes. That's it. Then kick back and wait for the sweet, sweet military grant action. They think instead of silicon-based computer chips, what we have now, brain cell-based computer chips might be the wave of the future for AI. They have the potential to learn faster and hasten the robot uprising. Five. Number five is a good news story here to counterbalance the thought of robots with brain cells becoming our overlords. It was World Emoji Day earlier this month, and Emojipedia has shared the most used emojis of the year so far, and some of the top ones. Number three is heart. Then sideways laughing with tears of joy face. Then number one is you're so funny that tears come pouring down my face face. It's a tears of joy face face emoji face face are there too many faces when i describe it this is a good news story because for the most part we're using positive emotion emojis so researchers say that seems to indicate we're feeling positive these days by the way in september there's a new batch of emojis and the new batch will include a lovely lime so you can start thinking of lime emoji uses right now will it be wholesome or will it be a dirty thing 100% of you are voting dirty thing? This is What a Weird Week. When life hands you lemons, ask for limes. Four. Number four on our countdown of the weird news items of the week is an update to the Taco War story. We have Taco Peace. Taco Peace in our time. In case you missed it, a restaurant named Taco John's had the rights to the term Taco Tuesday. And Taco Bell, another restaurant, maybe you've heard of them, they have been leading the charge to have Taco Tuesday declared a universal phrase. I'm paraphrasing because I'm not a lawyer, but basically a universal phrase that no one should own or everyone should own. When we last checked in, it seemed as though Taco John's and Taco Bell were going to let the court decide. And then... Taco John's has decided to let the world have Taco Tuesday. Taco Bell has issued a statement of thanks. They close by saying, when tacos win, we all win. Taco John's has also issued a challenge to other taco restaurants to turn this into an opportunity to donate to charity. What a great ending to what could have been a long, drawn-out court battle over delicious tacos. I love a happy ending. Three. 
Our number three story this week is Red Hot Flaming Passion World Record. The headline from the Guinness World Record, folks, habanero pepper-eating couple lock lips to break record for hottest kiss. It was a man and a woman from Ontario here in Canada. They were in the news this week after they each ate a hot pepper and then kissed for 15 minutes. That's a world record. Official record is called Longest Habanero Pepper Kiss. It looks like a pretty passionate kiss. I'm going to warn you when you click, we have the link in the show notes or go show notes.page. But, whoo, mama. The What a Weird Week show. When weird happens, we're there. And we're weird. Two. We're there and we're weird. Here's number two this week. If you get caught public smoking in Hong Kong, you're going to face a weird punishment. The health minister in Hong Kong has suggested that if you see someone smoking against the rules, you should stare at them disapprovingly. Here's a quote from the article I saw in my feed this week. When someone takes out a cigarette at a restaurant, everyone on the premises can stare at that person. I do not believe that person would dare hit back at everyone at the restaurant as they are simply staring. So where I live, it is illegal to smoke in a restaurant. I don't think it would work if somebody decided, knowing it's illegal to smoke at a restaurant, if someone decided to smoke anyway, and the repercussion was we all turn and stare, I'm not... Look, I want to live in a world. I want to believe that we could all effect change through staring. I'm not sure. You know what? I'll pass the question off to you. It's the oldest trick in the book. Looking at you, Philip DeFranco. The oldest trick in the book. I'm not sure how to feel. I'll pass the question off to you. Let us know in the comments below. Honorable, honorable, honorable mention. 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 Before we hit number one, honorable mention story this week. Captain Crunch getting his uniform fixed. Captain Crunch makes a delicious cereal. I'm assuming the captain still has a hand in it. I'm not sure. But the captain himself, the official spokes captain for the cereal, which features his name, had a wardrobe malfunction going on, and it is getting fixed. From Food and Wine, here's the quote. The gold stripes on his sleeves are below his rank. Despite his decades of distinguished service fighting off the dreaded soggies or sailing into your bowl as a part of a balanced breakfast, Captain Crunch has been wearing a coat sporting three bars reserved for the lower rank of commander instead of the four bars befitting a captain. So they're fixing the stripes and it got some press. Honorable mention to the Crunch publicity team. By the way, Captain Crunch cereal, 60 years old this year. This is What a Weird Week, the top 10 of weird news stories from the week. One. Here's the number one weird story from the news this week. Mustard candy. 
In advance of National Mustard Day, which is August 5th, French's Mustard has announced a collab with Skittles. It's not candy-flavored mustard, so I know you're imagining a delicious hot dog, and you're squeezing that mustard on the hot dog, and it's mustard infused with delicious candy of some sort. Nougat. It's nougat-flavored mustard. That would have been wonderful. But that's not this. Instead, mustard-flavored Skittles. So you are, to reiterate, you're getting candy that you would associate with candy flavor. And then you pop one in your mouth, and it tastes like mustard. You can enter to win some. We put the link in the show notes. Usually, these are USA-only contests. I put in my Canadian address, and it seemed to work. Fingers crossed, you guys. If I win some, I'll share. Hey, how about that? I feel like that's a good note to end on. The promise of perhaps sharing some delicious mustard-flavored candy. Let's be out on that positive note. Thanks for listening to What a Weird Week. If you want the show notes, you can remember this, maybe shownotes.page. That's easy to remember, right? You can find us wherever you find podcasts. Search for What a Weird Week. You can also hear us streaming on Funhouse Radio. Ask your smart speaker to play Funhouse Radio. And that is that. Now music. Music.